Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Taysom Hill is quarterbacking the Saints. There's no better way to root him on than with the Saints Happy Hour crew to Taysom Cup. Become a Saints Happy Hour patron and you get one in your booze bundle welcome kit, along with four other amazing swag items. As a patron, you will also get full access to every Saints Happy Hour daily podcast covering everything Saints every day. Plus, you get access to our private Discord channel where you can talk Saints with other Saints Happy Hour patrons 24-7. Sign up for an annual subscription and save 5% off the monthly rate. What are you waiting for? Go to SaintsHappyHour.com and sign up today. This is Sean Payton, head coach of the New Orleans Saints. What's with this Saints happy cast? This has to be the worst Saints podcast in the world. Ralph can't say anyone's name right. Andrew doesn't know football. Everyone has a hard time listening to Dave. And is Kevin even there tonight? The audio with this podcast, my God, the audio, it's its painful. All right, everybody, welcome to Saints Happy Hour Podcast. We started it on the mini podcast yesterday, Instant Reaction, but I loved it. So much that I'm playing it again. Nerds, you can suck it. (laughs) Where are they? I think they're talking about us. We are. No way. I think we need Dave. You need merchandise. Suck it, nerds. T-shirts, hats, koozies, blankets. That might be. uh, I think that might be. That might be copyright. That might be copyrighted. Might be. But this was amazing. All the haters, they're doubling down because they just want Taysom to fail so goddamn much. Uh, Dave, you were there yesterday. How euphoric were the people about Taysom Mania? I was there. I'm happy to be there. I was excited to go to this game because this was uh, this was a preview of the post, post-Breeze era. A little sneak peek. Uh, it went very well. Fortunately, um, there's only uh, six thousand, nine thousand people there, so it's really hard to gauge. I mean, obviously everybody was happy, but you know, it wasn't. It certainly would have been a lot more fun if you know sixty-five thousand of my other friends uh, were there at the same time. Oh, Brady picked off. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Andrews, Andrews, about a minute behind. Uh, yeah, yeah I'm, watch, I'm watching on my phone because I'm doing this podcast. I don't have a TV in this room, and uh, I need to get a TV in this room. Actually, you do. It, uh, it, 
but it was great. It was great. Uh, uh, I, I, again, I enjoy going to the game when there's limited fans. It's very relaxing. It's a, uh, it's a no, it's a no stress, you know, no stress environment. You kind of just yeah. do whatever you want to do. Uh, other than the ushers just constantly yelling at people to put on their masks and pull their masks up. Uh, it's, uh, I, I've enjoyed it, but I, I do miss having everybody else there. I look can, forward to the day when we can get together and all yell and scream. Can, can uh, you can you give us a sense real quick, just volume wise? I know it's hard <laughs> to compare, but it's. I mean, I mean, is it is it barely energy any energy at all, or do you feel like there is some noise? Yeah, it's for personally. I mean, I think it's very minimal. I mean, <clears throat> like when they go into a song and play music or whatever, that's significantly louder than. <laughs> any of any of the cheering that you know that we could put together um yeah yeah i mean you know it's it's you know they still do the thing where they say oh that was a fan impact play and i'm like we had we had nothing to do with that you're like no we absolutely, yeah we had, we had absolutely <laughs> nothing to do with that guy jumping off sides he's just an idiot uh <laughs> because uh he could hear he could hear the he could hear Every single audible uh, uh, possible. So my friend but, who goes. Uh, no, it's it's not loud at all. It's my a, friend who goes to the games described it as. Think of it like the last two minutes of the fourth preseason game. That's yeah, the, that's, that's the, pretty good. That's the level at, of at volume. At its apex. At the apex, yeah. It's, 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 think it's, of it. Think of it like a two-lane game. Oof. <laughs> Oof. Um, Kevin, were you able to watch the game? Yes, I was. Oh wow, Kevin! Stop touching your fucking microphone. Yeah, yeah. We got, do not we got Kevin a microphone, a headset, and like any other attempts on this podcast to improve the audio, we actually made it worse. Hashtag on brand. <laughs> um, the only Look, thing that I was- had this headset and microphone on another podcast, and it worked fine. Yeah, it worked fine. <laughs> it it did. It, chin, it, chin strap. Chin strap. <laughs> Chin strap. Uh, the only you. thing, the only worse investment than that was my ring light that I bought for Channel Four that made me look orange today. Uh, or, or when you spoke into the uh, Yeti mic backwards. Yeah, that too. That that might that, that might be an all timer. I didn't get to see your interview this morning. How did it go? It went. It went okay. Me and Paulson. They actually. Oh, Paulson was back. Yeah, they moved me back oh, to six forty-five because. I can't name names, but like the muckety mucks at Channel Four were like, he needs to be with Paulson. It's better television, and that they put me back with Paulson. So wait, did this have to do with my text? Did I no, make this it happen? Did I... it, it had to do with the muckety mucks at Channel Four. Uh, All right, well, sounds like the muckety mucks have a good head on their so shoulders. So listen, we we started the show, Andrew, with uh, laughing at the nerds, uh, but Sean Payton dunked on the nerds today in his Monday press conference. He did it gently, but if you pay attention, he really did dunk on them. There was an obvious amount of attention drawn to it, mainly because I think most who cover the game thought it might be Jameis as opposed to Taysom. And then, of course, those people covering the game don't want to be wrong. And so that there's so a reaction wrong. when their thoughts are, are are not true or you know in other words there's a reaction when you think something's going to happen and it doesn't then it it must be the wrong decision and and so but no one else has again the all the other stuff taken into account and so that that's what it is i mean kevin and they're, he... and they're nerds they're nerds that's what he's saying you're all a bunch of nerds 
Kevin, he needed to cut a wrestling promo yesterday after that game, right? He needed to strut in there like the Vince McMahon gif and just nah. let people have it, right? No. No. No, that's that's our job. That's the that's Saints <laughs> Twitter's job. Um He did retweet he, Roddy White. I, I Right, yeah, exactly. That's that's what he needs to be doing. The the I'm going to have one extra button open on my button up shirt so you can see that I'm wearing the Roger Goodell <laughs> clown t-shirt, but I'm not going to like display that. it completely. You're just going to know what it is. Like uh, that's what that's how he needs to be, and that's all he has to do. It's perfectly fine. Let us be the raving lunatics. Let, wanted, let Saints Twitter go after Roddy White, Mike Tangier, Tangiers, whatever the hell his name Twitter is, the Chris Saints Sims, Twitter the Twitter was dragging that guy. And all those other They're still dragging that guy. He's like, he's like the new Chris. He's like off-brand Chris Sims. Saints Twitter was on him yesterday and today, and he was not he backing down, about? which makes it more fun. I had never heard he of him until... Mike, Mike Tanger outlet. Yeah, like the outlet. Um, but as for his actual performance, uh, Dave, I th- the thing that surprised me the most is he was really, really way more accurate than I expected. Like, I expected him to be like maybe 60%, 60, you know, 65. Hit some big plays, miss a bunch of guys that like drive us crazy. We're like, taste him, he was open. Why'd you miss? He was 18 to 23. That was like breeze accuracy, Dave. I was I was really surprised at that. Yeah, he was pretty he was pretty efficient. Uh, I got to give him credit to that. I mean, I, I feel like in in the first half, you know, they kind of uh, you know the play calling I think was designed to help him get comfortable, and there was a lot of short stuff and and all that. But um, uh, he was he was efficient, and uh, you know, Mike Thomas dropped one. Uh, yeah. He could have been even more efficient. He yeah. Um, Kamara dropped the screen too. Kamara dropped the screen. Kamara was going to get blowed up on that screen though. Like, that yeah. Wasn't... Well, well, you still got to you still got to make the catch. But um, yeah, he was he, he was very efficient. You, you you give him those two, and he's only missed three passes, which is uh, uh, that would be that would be pretty damn incredible, uh, considering the guy can also run like uh, uh, you know a, a power back. Um, right. But no. I mean, you know, my, my I don't I'm I'm not gonna nitpick it. But if you were gonna nitpick it, obviously the fumble, he's got to clean that up. Um, <sighs> and uh, I just the near pick I, inside the five that was a little dicey. Yeah, I mean, I think that he I think that he for the most part makes the right decisions. I just I f- feel like he holds on to it a little bit long. You just gotta get rid of it. He's just got to make the read, make the decision. Get the ball out. Why are we doing sad Saints play-by-play from Zach Streif? Oh. (laughs) (laughs) I mean. I just realized what that was. I mean. I opened up, I opened up a box score of the Saints Falcons <laughs> and they have a video player in there that just starts auto playing with plays from the game. Jesus. Oh, okay. I, well, I thought Ralph was playing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So did I. So, so like did I. I apologize. Why are we doing sad <laughs> Zach Streif play by play on brand? 
The wait is finally over. Football is in full effect with many teams strutting their stuff early. You might not be at the game this year, but you can still be in on the action at Bet Online. Bet Online is going the extra mile to make sure you get in on everything imaginable this season. From game spreads and totals to team, player, and coaching props, Bet Online gives you more options to wager than any other place online. Head to Bet Online today and use promo code ARMCHAIR to take advantage of all the great sign up bonuses. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. But here's the thing that I, I hate to do, but I got to do it. I gotta play this Peyton soundbite, Andrew. This is gonna. This is. I'm playing this soundbite for you because you have said all along about Taysom. Listen, they see things with Taysom in practice in the last couple of years that we don't see because he only gets five plays a week. Here's what no one else is privy to, and it's hard because what the fans and other people are privy to is the special team snaps, the Wildcat quarterback snaps, the tight end receiver snaps. They don't you know, get a chance to see the same snaps that, that we might see throughout the course of a year take place that aren't necessarily game snaps. So it wasn't it, it, by any means an easy decision because I, I feel like we have two real capable and really good quarterbacks that, that are in the building already. And, and and so, you know, a lot went into it, and uh, that's kind of how we arrived at it. So are you going to take a victory lap, Andrew? You've been saying that all week. Yeah, I'm uh, <laughs> I, I the thing for me is I didn't really have a strong preference between Taysom and Jameis. I, I did. I, I wrote fifteen hundred words about Jameis on Wednesday. I had a very I just, strong I just preference. Wanted, I just wanted to win the game, man. I just wanted to beat the Falcons, and you know, like that—that's the thing. Like as I've had time away from this, I mean, I still want to poke fun at the analytics nerds and all that, stick it to them, the national media, all that, but. At its core, I just wanted to beat the Falcons. And and the bottom line is, I know this is going to hurt some people's feelings that I trust Sean Payton more than them. I trust the, Sean Payton's evaluation on the practice field more than some dude on Twitter and who he thinks should start at quarterback. Like, sorry, bro. I, I'm rolling with Sean. And he might be wrong. Like, that that's not to say that head coaches are infallible and that they don't make mistakes. But... You know, he's he seen these two guys at practice and he felt strongly that Taysom was the guy. And, you know, for me as a fan, my job is to mock the uh, the Atlanta Falcons and yeah. bathe in their Spe- in their sadness. Speaking of that, Dave, so it was great. I think Cam Jordan has retired the crown of all time Falcon killer. Like, it's not – like, we can't even argue that shit anymore. Like, he's number one, and whoever's number two is miles behind him. He's having a dreadful year. The Falcons come to town three sacks. Dave? That was, that was for me? Yeah, oh, it was know. for you. He, do you, do he you didn't say Dave as he began to say <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I that didn't was... hear that. Do you do you agree um, with me that he's now officially the all-time <laughs> Saints Falcon killer? Yeah, I know. I heard everything other than you starting that whole thing off with Dave, so I had no idea that was for me. Uh, is yeah, I, I mean it's you know hopefully uh, hopefully this was uh, the the final pull on that lawnmower you know to get Cam Jordan started uh, so he stays running for the rest of the season. I hope this isn't like a, a one time deal where he just uh, you know gets three sacks against the Falcons and then disappears again for another six uh, seven games. 
but uh, it's nice for him to show up at least temporarily. Uh, obviously, we got to talk about NFL sack leader Trey Hendrickson, right? I mean, yes, we do. Uh, Ralph, can can I think uh, the in the chat everyone's saying you need to boost up the volume a little bit. I the, the volume is as loud as it can go. That is a chat person issue. I know the same like three yeah. people complain about it. It's as loud as it can go, people. I'm feeding it out in OSB as loud as it can go. Uh, no, Trey Hendrickson, if he gets if he's the NFL sack leader at the end of 2020, and I want you all to answer, where would that rate on the ridiculousness saint scale of craziest shit we've ever seen? Hmm. I'll go first. Uh, I would put that number one. Okay, why number one? Since since Ralph ducked out here for a second. <laughs> go. Ahead. I, I just if you if you had asked me what what were the most unlikely things to happen this year, I, I would put Marquez Callaway leading the NFL in receiving yards as more likely than Trey Hendrickson leading the league in sacks. I just. And it's nothing against the player. I've liked him all along. I just leading the lead in sacks, having more sacks than Aaron Donald and Von Miller, who I know was hurt, ended up being hurt this year. But Khalil Mack, uh, you know, just all those guys. <laughs> you know, like right now, the top three is Miles Garrett, Aaron Donald and Trey Hendrickson. You tell me which one of those three, <laughs> you know, <laughs> sounds odd to you. <laughs> I don't know, Dave. Like, I mean, uh, where where would this it's rate? Like, in, it's like I mean, Dwayne Washington leading the team in rushing. I mean, it's almost as ridiculous as Torrance Small having the the second greatest Saints receiving day in history, twenty six years ago yeah. in Denver. The last time the Saints went to Denver and beat the Broncos. We'll get to that later. Um, twenty six years ago, right? Yeah, Jim Everett threw for three forty three and three. Uh, but it's, it's almost as it's almost as crazy as um, getting your entire 2012 season destroyed by uh, bounty gate allegations and uh, having your coach suspended for a year and uh, some of your players suspended for half a season. Uh, it's it's almost almost as crazy as that. You know, it's that's a fair point, Dave. <laughs> that is a fair point. All right, now we got to talk about the thing that I've been wanting to talk about. Um, Takes the reason Taysom Hill. <laughs> no, the reason Taysom Hill is the Saints' starting quarterback is because in 2017, 80-year-old Mike Westhoff, the special teams coach, saw Taysom come out the shower, buck-ass naked, and said, "Oh my God, he's gorgeous. I need him on special teams, Sean." <laughs> and that's a true story, man. And because of you didn't that, hear this? because no. of that, Taysom right. Hill well, is now probably the Saints' quarterback of the future. Well, and hold on, I, for, for those of you who haven't heard the so, and and it's it's on YouTube, but it's this woman who's good friends with Mike Westhoff, and she tells this story on YouTube. It's fantastic. Find this link. I mean, find it, send it out, send, fire it out in the chat, Ralph. But she basically the story goes that. Mike Westhoff is in the locker room. He's standing next to Sean Payton. And Taysom Hill is completely naked, you know, coming out of the shower. And Westhoff just grabs Sean Payton by the arm. And he goes, who is that guy? 
And Sean what kind Payton, of Penn State bullshit is this? Yeah, yeah. And Sean Payton goes, uh, I don't know. He's one of our practice squad quarterbacks. And he's like, I want him on special teams. Give me one week. <laughs> and so he gives him the West off because he's like, sure, whatever. You know, like, hey, he's on our practice squad, whatever. And so he gives him the West off, and then he blocks a punt. So the fun, he gets a tackle on the opening kickoff, then he blocks a punt. And Sean Payton's like, hey, I've seen enough. I want him back. And Westhoff's <laughs> like, you can't have him. And so they start arguing over that. And it all happened because Westhoff saw him naked I mean, after having a shower. Westhoff is like an 80-year-old man with a cane. And he saw a gorgeous Mormon man and was like, I need him on special teams. And I totally Ooh. forgot. I wanted to have the sound clip of the old guy from The Family Guy but I forgot to do it, uh, so that's bad on me. But still, I mean, I it think when Taysom makes the Hall of Fame, Kevin, he's got to have Westhoff if he's still alive, and he's got to tell that story. Like that, That's got to be in the video oh, yeah. montage when he goes to Canton, right? How you doing there, Coach Payton? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like an egg mountain man who just came out the shower. I mean, what's his deal with West, West oh, Tom. He's got some nice legs on him. He's probably big and strong. <laughs> Digging his heels in real good. Making nice tackles. Nailed All it. All right. Can I have him on my special teams? Well, the thing is, the story comes from Westhoff. Like, Westhoff, right, right. this woman is telling the story from Westhoff. So... He was the one that was excited and yeah. thought it was funny that basically is there like... him seeing Taysom naked made Taysom. Yes. This is, well, Web... is, there... is Westhoff's We story. need to get that woman on the podcast. Is, we there... <laughs> is there like a correlation between like penis size and special teams ability? Maybe. You know, you know, she never mentioned his manhood, just that he saw him naked. I'm going to tell you what. Right. Right. Listen, listen if that's it, the case. Was, if that's the case. more about his physique than his, uh, you know. If that's the case, Steve Gleason has to have the dong of all dongs. <laughs> that's right. That's right. I wonder um, if West is Westhoff like a butt man or is he like a leg man? Like, what was it that like <laughs> caught his eye? And he was like, "Taste, I gotta have that. I gotta, I gotta get that guy on kickoffs right now." I just I, like the way the water ran down his legs. <laughs> I mean, he gave it all, too. He's like, I want you on kickoff. I want you <laughs> returning kicks. I want you on punt block. I want you as the punt protector. I mean, he was ready to give it all. Yeah. I want him at all positions, coach. Westhoff was like, just take everything. Just take it all. <sighs> I love that. I think we need to have that one. We need to have that woman on the podcast, and we need that. Like, we need, like, a, we need a good, like, 90 minutes with her. I need, like, minute details, like, 30 for 30, but like four hours on it. Ralph um, to know how many, how many pubes. <laughs> the, thing, the thing is, when I heard that story, I immediately thought of this podcast. And I was like, if there's ever been a topic that was made for us, it was just like the most perfect story. Why haven't we talked about point. this before? How, well, we just, how long no, have you I, known I, the story? We just week, found, out found out about oh, it. Oh, like oh, Friday. Oh. I was saving this for you, Dave. I specifically oh, did not mention it on the Daily Show because I wanted all of you guys no, to experience it. Save... Yeah, so this is fucking That's perfect. Gold. It is. Yeah, Thank you. <laughs> and the thing is, um, 
the the thing is to me is like Westhoff, he's been coaching in the NFL for like 35 years. Do you mind how many naked men he's seen? And Taysom was the one. <laughs> Taysom was the one that caught his eye. Like that's what, that's what's crazy. Is like it's not like Taysom is like in a locker room full of like little people. I mean, yeah. like he's he, he's a, a football player. I mean, they're all pretty well. Uh, well, He's the built. I best mean, like, of the is, best. It's specifically <laughs> about Jason that makes him stand out among men, a man among men. You got to see him naked to know, Dave. Well, God, now I'm dying to find <laughs> Somebody that. in the chat room for, says giant I mean, hairy for science, balls. For science. Yeah, for yeah. science. <laughs> yes, sports science. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, I took I took my wife to the game. Uh, my wife. Yes, my wife. Right as like the game starts, she's like, Brady just got smoked. She's like, who is that number 40 something with all that hair? And I'm like, oh, that's, that's Anzalone. She was like, it's crazy. It's not just long. It's like so silky and smooth. It's like a hair commercial. It's like Vidal Sassoon come to life. Yeah. Um, poor Anzalone. He got, he, he got, uh, he got pushed out by Alexander, although Alexander got hurt. So. Anzalone. Go, tig- go Tigers. We- Whatever. He's still getting go a paycheck, isn't he? But uh, here's the thing that I also wanted to talk about. Uh, Jenkins, uh, Janoris Jenkins had, had one interception. He would have had a second interception, but the dude pulled his hair. Now, I know it's legal, but just because it's legal doesn't mean it's, like, ethical. Is, like, yanking a dude's braids, is it? Is that like uh, on the up and up? Are, are we are we are we cool with that? Is it because it's legal? I th- I feel like I feel like I didn't I didn't see it on I didn't see it on TV. Was it like blatant? Like he did it? Like on, he uh, grabbed like four of those fucking braids and yanked it like I it think, was. A, he yanked it like it was a horse. Like I thought. I think Jen- Jenkins, just for the record, was starting to drop the ball before the braids got pulled. I think it was going to be a drop either way. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I feel like that's dirt. I feel like it's legal, but it's a dirty pool. Ah, dude, I don't know, man. You're playing football. Like that's that's a known risk you having. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, it's a violence board. Like there, I don't know. It, uh, ethics. Th- this isn't baseball. You know. <laughs> This isn't like Unwritten you, you've insulted me because you flipped your bat or some shit. It's you know, gl- this gl- isn't tennis. Gladiators. I mean, I it's if your hair's like that, it's fair game. And look, like no judgment. Like I, he's got great hair. It's cool. It looks cool flapping out behind his helmet. But if you're gonna wear your hair like that, that's the risk you take playing football. You sorry. So I, I actually don't blame the guy for pulling his hair at all. Yeah. I, By the way, I just. Uh, I just Googled Taysom Hill naked for science, and uh, the f- top result is uh, that YouTube video. Seeing Taysom Hill naked started the movement. That's right. How yeah. did a special teams coach seeing Taysom Hill naked <laughs> in the New Orleans Saints locker room naked create the Taysom Hill? No, 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 for a second, anyway. I thought you were going to say you Google imaged it, and the first picture that came up was Matt Ryan in the bra. I thought you were going to say it like sent you to mormonmanhood.com or something. Like, <laughs> um, but this, this Ralph, Ralph knows that site. I know that site. I mean, it's bookmarked. Listen, where do you think, where do you think the podcast money goes? 
Um, who who is who? What is this? This is Marcus G joins Anita Marks. What is this podcast? I mean, yeah, she I mean, did she video? did a show with Westhoff, and he was retired. And Sean Payton <clears> called him up. Is like my special teams are a disaster. You got to get down here. We can win a Super Bowl. And he was like, Sean, I walk with a fucking cane. And Sean Payton was like, I don't care. Get your old ass down here. You're two pack a day cigarette motherfucking smoking ass down here and coach my special teams. Because that was in that was in 2017 where the special teams were fucking Andrew, weren't they like a train wreck the first yes. six weeks? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. And Sean Payton was like, this is going to fucking sink us. I gotta get it fixed. And and Westhoff, you know, not only does he uh, have an eye for what a good Mormon man looks like. Like he's a brilliant special teams coach. Like if you listed the the greatest <clears throat> special teams coaches in NFL history, he'd be on the list. But I don't care about that. All I care about is that he saw Taysom Hill naked and was fully man. Fully I just aroused. gotta say, like I know this is not on topic, but I'm watching this Bucks game, and <laughs> just once again, Tom Brady. Like the, the, I just saw him get a tough rule again. The second one. I mean, that—that that is a fumble. Any quarterback in the league, if it were the Saints, they probably would have called a fumble twice. It was such an obvious fumble, and and yet they call an incomplete pass, and it's one of the most egregious. They—they they had the chance to review it too, man. Like, how do you get that call wrong? How? It just makes me sick. How much Tampa and Tom Brady get calls like that makes me sick. Yeah, I mean, um. Kevin, we've sort of seen this from the Saints the last, especially the last three years. They sort of start out, they, 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 they're they sort of early in the year, they sort of cough and wheeze, but they win the games. Then they sort of hit their stride, and they hit their death, <clears throat> death star mode for four or five weeks. And then they sort of peter out, and it goes bad in the playoffs, and they aren't playing as well as they were in the sort of this area. Of what you've seen of them this year, do you do you have any sense that this year might be different? Is it the same old thing, or you don't know yet? Because I thought that that was an interesting point on Twitter that we're sort of we've sort of seen this exact season the last three years. Right, but the defense hasn't been like this. Like you put this defense, you put this defense on any of those early 2010 teams and and they're all making like they're all making the playoffs or for sure like the 2011 team the 2011 team is winning the super bowl you put this defense you put this defense during that stretch when they were constantly going seven and nine they're winning two or three more games they're they're in playoff contention like this defense so, has has been the difference, you know, and, and I, I can't believe I'm fucking saying that. Here's the thing that that crazy. This is the thing, Dave, that gets me real excited about this defense. Is I think this defense one. I think the, we were worried about the pass rush, and rightfully so, uh, when they didn't have Marcus two first. And by the way, somebody uh, on Twitter said, you know, Marcus Davenport is playing so good, we can't call. We can't call him Marcus Two First anymore. But Trey Hendrickson, he's playing so awesome and is going to get a hundred million dollars. Do we call him future future third round compensatory? 
<laughs> I like that. But here's my here's my question, Dave. Is the thing that has me so excited about this defense is not necessarily that it's better than 2018 because 2018's defense at the end was awesome and last year their defense was really good while Teddy was playing me they had the great game against Dallas the thing that has me so excited is I look around the NFC and I see Seattle trash defense Green Bay trash defense Tampa the Saints crush them the Rams defense I think it could give the Saints problems but it's not like intimidating I think for the first time in the Sean Payton era, I think the Saints have the best defense in the NFC, which is bananas, and that's why I'm potentially maybe so the, excited. Maybe the Bears, right? Yeah, but the Bears are a tragedy on offense, so they don't—they're not like—they're yeah. not a playoff team. So, like, of of the playoff teams, the Saints have the best defense. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, you can make that argument. Right, right now they definitely do. <laughs> Uh, by the way, I'm, uh, and I, I believe Andrew is also. We didn't discuss this at the top oh, of the yeah. show, but we are drinking our last uh, tears of a Falcon, very apropos, of course, for tonight's podcast. Uh, I got to yeah. say, it tastes delicious. Special, special shout out to Nick, Nick. Uh, for, for making these. This is, this is my last as well. Nick, my wife called it the best beer she's ever had. She con- I had one of them for the podcast last week. My wife drank the rest of them. They're gone. She 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 liked them. She loved it. It was the hibiscus. It, she just thought it was amazing. She's like she's like I know I can't get it anywhere else because it's home brewed. But like, what is like the equivalent of it that I could buy? And I'm like, I have no idea. Um, yeah, it's good. It's good. <laughs> I don't think I, I wouldn't even know what to recommend. I can't. I can't. I can't wait for uh, what Nick cooks up for us next. But uh, yeah. you know, I gotta say, I never thought that we would have. A podcast beer. A podcast beer. He went all out. He had the logos, the stick. It was was amazing. Uh, It was damn cool. By the way, celebrating Taysom Hill looking amazing and just laughing at the nerds and the haters, we are running – if you sign up annually before midnight on Wednesday, you get two months fucking free. That is an amazing deal. You get two months free and you get the booze bundle. That's like three months free. You need to sign up. And oh, by the way, you people in Malta, you need to get on the ball. We were 11 in Malta today. Ooh. That is dis- that is that is out dis- of the top wow. 10. That is disgraceful. That's that's, uh, that's going to change this week after Taysom's performance. Everybody's going to want to listen into this podcast after that. Uh, I mean, hopefully so. Number you know, God, I hate to hear that. Can I we... hate to hear that. Can we talk for a second about uh, the fact that the Saints house the Falcons? Can we? Yeah, can we I just... mean, the thing that was great <laughs> about that, and, and and it might be a little late, but you could still do it. Like, when the Saints beat the Falcons, I always, like, go. I don't know what you call it, like, but I, like, go to the Falcoholic and, and, and Falcons Twitter and they you, were you call that going to the Falcoholic. That's what you call that. Well no, there's a word for it. Like uh trolling. hate, tro- hate well, I wasn't trolling, not, I wasn't really it's, interacting it's like with them. Hate reading, yeah. Yeah, like hate yeah. reading. Like but here's the thing, like the thing that I, I think Saints fans that if you didn't hate read and you didn't like 
go to Falcoholic today, you might not have realized because you were like, they were three and six. Like they didn't have high expectations. Like the Saints just kicked them in the face and they're three and seven and they have an interim coach and whatever. Like they weren't expecting it. But a lot of Falcons fans, they were like going into this game, they're like, we have a week off. We're three and one in our last four. Our defense is playing better. We're gonna score on the Saints because we're they, scoring. They a thought ton of, they were hot shit. They yeah. thought they thought they were gonna win, and like maybe this would be the beginning of the push to for Raheem Morris to be made the permanent coach, or at the very least, like beat the Saints and make their season. And they got their fucking teeth kicked in, and they were despondent, and I drank all those tears, and I recommend you do it too. Like, go to the Falcoholic, go to their Twitter. Like, it was glorious. They were, they were like, stunned that their offensive, coll- offensive line collapsed like a cheap suit. It, yeah, really, just- it really felt like a... Uh... Just like a, a bridge with a freight train on it, it just <laughs> collapsed under its own weight. Their offensive line had no answer, and I said this on the post game, but it's not even just like Cam Jordan dominating a shitty right tackle, whatever, on Yamada looking good against uh, a guard that couldn't block him. I mean, it was also Trey Hendrickson dominating Jake Matthews, their Pro Bowl left tackle. I mean, they had no answer for any of the Saints pass rushers. Jingle balls to the walls, fellas. Listen up. Untrimmed pubes are a thing of the past. It's time to gear up and get yourself the gift of shaving this holiday season. I'm talking about the Manscaped Perfect Package 3.0. This revolutionary company, Manscaped, has redesigned the electric trimmer. Their Lawnmower 3.0 has proprietary advanced skin safe technology, so this trimmer cuts on your nuts. It's also waterproof, so you can use it in the shower. The Lawnmower 3.0 comes inside their brand new Perfect Package 3.0, which makes the perfect gift this holiday season. It's literally everything you need to keep trimmed, cut free, and smelling nice down there. And don't use the same trimmer on your face as you use on your balls. That's just nasty. The Manscaped Perfect Package 3.0 also includes the Crop Preserver, an anti-chafing ball deodorant and moisturizer. You already put deodorant on your armpits. Why are you not putting deodorant on the smelliest part of your body? And yes, your balls stink. Speaking of sweaty and stinky balls, I am thankful for their Crop Reviver. This product, along with the Crop Preserver, keeps your balls from sweating, smelling, and sticking. And these products smell good. Their manly scent is attractive and will help you set the mood, if you know what I mean. The perfect package will also come with a pair of Manscaped boxers that'll keep your junk feeling fresh all day. It's time to upgrade those overused pair of boxers to Manscaped's high-performance anti-chafing boxers. Tis the season to Manscaped, so get yourself, your dad, your brother, and friends the best gift of all. The Manscaped Perfect Package 3.0. Get 20% off plus free shipping with the code armchair at manscaped.com. That's 20% off plus free shipping with the code armchair at manscaped.com. Your balls will thank you. Kevin, is it more fun? Is it more fun when your defense gets a shit ton of turnovers or when your defense just beats the opposing quarterback into the ground to the point where he's shook? What's more what's more fun to watch defensively? You might need to unmute yourself, Kevin. You might. Dave, you can go ahead and answer. 
How's that? How's that? That's better, dude. Better. Yeah. Go ahead. That good? All right. Yes. Yeah. I like both. I like both options. If one. I had to choose one, I, I suppose I'd rather watch the defense uh, absolutely pummel the opposing quarterback uh, into submission. Like, <clears throat> like I, 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 we're assuming we're assuming all things are equal in that the offense is taking care of business either way. Yeah. So, so yeah. I mean, if you're telling me that I could feasibly watch the Saints pound Patrick Mahomes into dirt <laughs> or pound Roethlisberger in, in, into the fucking ground, I'll sign up for that all the time. I'll gladly sign up for that. Was was watching <clears throat> Dave, was watching Matt Ryan get sacked eight times, was that as enjoyable as shit-kicking Brady on national TV? That's a Gordian knot right there. That's, yeah. that's a Sophie's Sophie's choice. Yeah, yeah, that's um, that's actually better. That's a good question. Um, man, I don't know what I was gonna say before you asked me that question. When you asked uh, Kevin, it's just that uh, it's 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 nice that this is becoming a trend. It uh, is. We're playing your 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 favorite opposing team, and uh, the fans just they're like, "What the fuck is going on? How are what's happening to our team? We were good last week, and now we're playing the Saints, and all of a sudden we're terrible." Uh, so that's a good trend. That's a good. I, I like to see that. But uh, Brady, or I, I think Brady. I, I think I hate just hate Brady more than Matt Ryan. <laughs> you know, I've never I've never really been able to hate Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan, in all the years he's played for the Falcons, and all the games he's played against the Saints, yeah. I don't really have very many memories of him, you know, being a Saints killer of doing no, something crazy or pulling a rabbit out of a hat or a last minute comeback. Or I'm, I'm sure I that you know. I'm sure at some point something like that has happened and he's had good games, but he has to me, and I don't have the memory that you, you know, you talking about Brady. No, no, I'm talking about Matt Ryan. Ryan. I don't have the memory that you, that that you two guys have, but I don't ever have remember him ever really. No, he's, he's, he's had some good games against. He's had some good games, but he, but he's never had like a 90 yard drive to like rip the saints heart out. I don't, but he's never like, like, okay. When, when was that? I mean, the, t- Sean Payton is twenty and nine against uh, Matt Ryan. So yeah, he's lost like, nine games. There's been some heartbreakers. There's been some heart. I don't know. I don't I, like. I don't. But I, but I mean, you remember when Matt Bryant was the kicker for them, and he was like, I mean, sixty for sixty in his lifetime against the Saints. What does that have to do with Matt Ryan? Oh, Matt, but Ryan, I, Ryan. But I'm just saying, Matt Ryan would bring him down, and they would he would set up the game-winning field goal, and Matt Bryant would. Matt Ryan yeah, but we, we we talk about bitch. we talk about Cam Jordan owning Matt Ryan and uh, and being a Falcons killer. I don't. I wouldn't call Matt Ryan a Saints no, killer. No, he's never done. Not. No, he's, no never, he's, he's not. He's nine and twenty or whatever it is against the Saints. No. He he has a. I mean, we we have his number way more than. i Cam way. Cam Newton is way more of a Saints killer than Matt Ryan ever was. Definitely. All right. Agreed. So, so before we get to the hotline. Which is just this week is just it. This week is amazing. The unedited one, which the patrons will get tomorrow too, it's pretty wild. Like you people, I'll, I just want to say for the record, while Cam Newton is a better Saints killer than Matt Ryan, he forfeited his right to ever be called a Saints killer when he got triple sweeped. <laughs> I just want to say that that's true. So, 
Uh, swept. I think it's triple swept. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, that too. That too. The uh, the hotline. The, these uh, these uh, tears of a falcon are really getting to me, Dave. <laughs> these uh, this hotline. If you have kids in the car, you may want to turn this down. You should. Because you it, shouldn't it, have been listening to this podcast. Yeah, you shouldn't have been listening to this podcast. First place. Yeah, probably not. What's wrong? With the hotline gets it gets <laughs> a little X rated, even by our standards. Uh, so just be forewarned. But we do have a, a female caller for the first time, which Dave, uh, which yes, Dave's been go. asking for. I, I noticed that. Thank so you. here Thank it you. is: the best of the Saints Happy Hour. They say the best of the Saints Happy Hour Hotline Week Eleven. It's time for this week's hottest takes from the Saints Happy Hour Hotline. I just want to conduct a search party for Sean Payton's balls because his ambush and flea flicker and challenge flag rain and days are over, and he's now the guy who bent over for Goodell and doesn't trust his future Hall of Fame quarterback to get eight yards with the game on the line. As we've learned with anything in 2020, it's all just a bunch of horse shit. <laughs> well, fuck it. Uh, that's it. That's, that's, that's the voicemail. That's it. That's it. Play me on a show. Or don't play me on a show. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, this is Chris from Gretna. I'm sitting here many hours after the game, and I'm just thinking, how glorious is it that not only did the Saints defense destroy any semblance of the offensive line for the Falcons and beat Matt Ryan into the ground, but they did it also making the stat nerds lose their fucking minds as Taysom Hill effectively climbed pockets, <clears throat> made good throws, pinpoint, ran at the right times. Look, I had doubts too. I had doubts too, like everyone else. But when we all going to learn, especially you, stat nerd, that man, Taysom Hill, he can eat a Rubik's Cube and shit that motherfucker out solved. Who that? And I just wanted to say, first of all, who fucking dad? Secondly, fuck Robbie White, that motherfucking piece of shit. Robbie White can eat shit. Taysom Hill is fucking God. Fuck the analytics nerds. They're probably all going to go take cyanide pills and hang them fucking selves today. Because Taysom looks Nick great. Wright. We got fuck the best Pete defense Churchill. in the NFL. Fuck all those Nick motherfuckers Nick that said that Taysom Hill couldn't kid. start. Nick Wright can fuck eat a bag of dog shit. And by the way, they the Saints are the number one shit. fucking seed in the NFL. They got their now. blue check marks taken away. That's fucking right. idiots. And fuck Atlanta. Don't forget, fuck Atlanta. Yeah, fuck Atlanta. <coughs> fuck Matt Ryan. Fuck Raheem Morris. Fuck Julio. Fuck Robert Blank or Arthur Blank, whatever his name is. Doesn't matter. All they do is lose. Fuck all of them. Yeah, we, we, we just went there with Taysom and blew him, blew him fucking out. Left, left at least like, 17 like, points on the field. Like everybody wants out. to talk shit about how bad Taysom is. Who was the better quarterback today? Oh, Taysom. What, what happened to Matt Ryan? Did, did he miss the flight? All right, who that? Bye-bye. Bring in girl oh, you here. Were editing these. Who that? I am here for the Petty Payton. Fuck Roddy White. Matty Ice needs some ice for his ass because his ass was roasted all day long. It is a great day to be a Saints fan, and any time we can show off against the Falcons is a good damn day. Who that, baby? Boy, old Roddy White, man, this guy is great. Tweets out, 
all week this one gets long a little talking long-winded. all kinds of shit. Puts a great tweet out there saying he's going to talk all kinds of shit after uh, the Falcons beat the Saints on Sunday. Boy, let me tell you something, Roderick. That tweet this guy has much aged better like audio a bag of milk <laughs> left on the school asphalt over the summer. Okay? And uh, <laughs> Mike Tanier or Tan Tanier, whatever the hell your last name is, guy I've never fucking heard of before until this weekend, you can go fuck off too. We can load you. We can load Roddy. We can load every uh, statistician, every dork onto the same rocket ship that we're flying right to the fucking sun because Taysom Hill fucking delivered. Oh, wah, wah. He only did it against arguably the worst defense in the league. Wah, wah. It was a masterful plan. Motherfucker, it don't matter what the plan is if you don't have somebody that can fucking execute it and get the job done. And Taysom Hill got the job done on Sunday, outplaying a former MVP quarterback. Mm. All y'all can go get fucked. <laughs> yeah, boy, all you Taysom Hill haters can suck a fucking fat one, boy. Let's go. Who that, baby? Taysom, his dick is raw as fuck right now. He just pounded his wife so fucking hard. I'm going to fall asleep tonight with the thought. Was that, was that Mike Westhoff? Curled up, <laughs> crying, just weeping, just crying. Just, just tears, tears down, soaking his pillow, moaning, moaning with the pain of what has happened to him today. Oh, my God. Yeah. Sorry, I'm blowing you guys up today. Just recently moved my girlfriend out, so I'm able to just call whenever I want. And all I can say is this is the sloppiest, ugliest first half I've ever fucking seen in Saints history. But uh, I don't know. This is a this is a bad call. I shouldn't have made it. Gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> he, he threw his Immediate girlfriend regret. out. So he could make as many calls as he wants to the Saints Happy Hour hotline, and then he immediately regretted the call that he made to the hotline. My only complaint is that we don't get insulted enough, but I know. it's okay. You can be insulted. Dave he asked me if I edited. Dave, the unedited one is like twice as long. Like pe- People, we love it. But you gotta keep it to like forty-five seconds. Where's our Brit? Where's our Brit caller? Where's our Maltese yeah. callers? We at we come on, yeah. guys. I got yeah. The guy who called in and just said suck a big fat one. Who that? I'm out of here. That's that's nice and concise and to the point. That's what I'm looking for. <laughs> yeah, but you can get suck a fat one anywhere. You I mean, you don't, you don't like the profanity twins. I love not, the profanity yeah, twins. The profanity twins were great. Where are you gonna get? Where are you gonna get bag of milk from? <laughs> okay, I just want that bag of bad. milk. I don't. I don't want the rest of it. I don't want the rest of the shopping cart. I just want the bag of milk. <laughs> <sighs> I mean, are, are the so, Bucks gonna go for this fourth yeah. and short? So, yes. so and Andrew, you get, get in the Discord channel. And oh, by the way, patron, if you. If you become a patron, you get access to the Discord channel. The Discord channel is amazing on game day, uh, and we talk Saints 24-7 all day long, every day. It's it's amazing. You can ask us questions on the show. Andrew, you get in the Discord channel, and then we'll pull those up. Um, but, of course, uh, when it's when it's mailbag time, we got to do this. Mm-hmm. 
This is very controversial, though. They have a lot of people that hate, hate, hate this song. Um, we don't Why? Think. Are there what, people with poor taste? I know, right? It's amazing. <laughs> this is from CJ. Uh, Kevin, is it wrong to drink eggnog daiquiris before Thanksgiving? Don't want to piss off the eggnog purists, a la the king cake purists who shame you to death. Thanks for taking my call. I'll hang up and listen. <laughs> drink eggnog whenever the fuck you want. I mean, look, if you want to, if you can somehow find eggnog in June and <laughs> want to and want to drink eggnog in June, go nuts. Dude, CJ, 2020 is a fucking... 2020 is a dumpster fire. You do whatever you got to do to get you through the night, baby. Exactly. No, uh, I'll start drinking eggnog maybe like the week before. I started drinking like last week, like the week before Thanksgiving. But it's it's not like... uh, uh, it's not like king cake. King cake has a season. Like there's an official season that's like understood. Uh, there's no official eggnog season. You know, nobody says, "Okay, I'm the on King's Night." You can start drinking eggnog. Like it doesn't work that way. All right. So this is a question for me from Enriquez. He says, "It's Christmas morning. Would you, Ralph, given the choice of three gifts, which would you choose? A box." Uh, Reliving the shy Tuttle uh, stiff arm in German moment, bathing in the tears of nerds after every game Taysom wins, or C, first place article with Les East finishing second. Oh my God, <laughs> that is that is that is hard choice. I think though, I think I'd have to go. Um, I'm a selfish bastard, and I have a lot of a lot of pride. I, I want I want that first place certificate, man. I want to beat Les East. That's what I, that's what I want. And my writing this year has not been my best. My best. I peaked in 2018, man. I was churning out the hits. And this year, it, it's it's not my best. Uh, You've got like 11 broken ribs. Yeah. Your writing was 11 broken ribs. Um. <laughs> And oh, you need me editing for you again. Uh, dude, not, every, not everyone can be first place like the Saints in the NFC, bro. Mm-hmm. This is mm-hmm. from most. This is from Chef Ubre, mostly for Juge, but wouldn't mind others. Why aren't more people comparing Taysom to Steve <clears> Young? <throat> I see a lot of similarities to them, both in game and life. Uh, also, with sitting behind a Hall of Fame quarterback. Thoughts. Well, uh, Sean Payton's made that comparison already, so um, it's not new. I, I would say I really think and, and a lot of people try to make comps with uh, with Taysom. I, I really don't think there is one. I no. think he's a combination maybe Tim of Cam, Cam Newton and uh, may, maybe Lamar Jackson, maybe. But no. but he's not really, you know, he's, he's, he's as fast. I mean, he's fast, but it's the power thing. The power thing we really haven't seen from a quarterback besides Cam Newton, uh, but he's faster than Cam. I would say that Cam, at his best, is probably a better passer. But I don't know. I mean, that well, still remains to be Steve seen. Steve Young transitioned to at the end of his career being almost entirely a thrower, and he was churning out seventy percent. But years he never, in the he never had the power that takes <clears throat> no. as a runner. You know, it's it's you can't. But but off the field, totally. I mean, they both went to BYU and all that, so. 
but one's right-handed, one's left-handed. So I that, that, I think that's that's the deal, and I think that's why Sean Payton loves him so much. Is there's literally never been anyone like him. There is no comp for Tim. So what Steve what Steve Young look like in a shower? <laughs> now we're getting to the important yeah. stuff. Show, show me now Steve we're... Young naked, and then I can give you a better assessment. Yeah. Uh, That's why Tim Tebow can never you, panned out. Can you bounce a quarter off Steve Young's ass? <laughs> so, Andrew, what do we got in the Discord channel? <clears throat> All right, let's take a look here. Uh, Davenport has played well enough that we can't call him two firsts anymore. Uh Oh, yeah. Well, this was like, can we call yeah. Hendrickson future third? I guess we talked about that already. Yeah, Sorry. I love that. Uh, I want to tell you a story. It's a story about a scandal, broken relationships, gossip, rumors, money, corporate rivalry, and a broom. A performance-enhancing broom. My name is John Cullen. I'm a comedian, podcaster, and for 20 years, I was a semi-professional curler. And I want to tell you the story about how a single broom almost imploded the 500-year-old sport of curling. We felt like we were bringing a knife to a gunfight. It's the story of a superstar and his fall from grace. Oh, I was being dragged through the mud. It's the story of two brother entrepreneurs with a dream. Yeah, I said, that's great news. It's a story of intrigue. I still don't understand why we want to keep his name secret. The full story has never been told, so I'm going to tell it. Broomgate. How a broom almost killed curling. It was a year I'd like to forget. To listen to Broomgate, search for Broomgate in your favorite podcast app. That's all one word. Broomgate. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com match. Just go to Indeed.com match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crowe portrays an ex-homicide detective unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. 
Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So, what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. I normally find bras to be so uncomfortable and constricting. But Skims has changed that. You know I love Skims underwear, so I finally tried their bras, and Skims has delivered again. Skims bras are worth the hype for the amazing shape and support they give. But what I wasn't expecting was how comfortable they are, too. I've tried so many bras in the past, and the main issue that I have is that they weren't supportive enough, to the point where they felt slouchy. I love my Skims wireless form bra because it's so comfortable and supportive. The older I get, the more I care about actually being comfortable in what I wear every day. And with my wireless form bra, I no longer have to sacrifice my comfort for the support I need. Shop Skims Bras at Skims.com, now available in 62 sizes, 30A to 46H. Plus, get free shipping on all orders over $75. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know we sent you. After you place your order, select Podcast in the survey, and select our show in the drop-down menu that follows. Uh, Jason Champagne wants to know, is it reasonable that I've spent considerable time this evening trying to convince myself that Jameis one of one is Tampa GM Jason Lake? <laughs> Jason, dude, Taysom one, J- Jameis one of one. That dude, he, <laughs> Taysom one of one. He's not, he's a great guy. He was a great guest on the show, but I'm just going to say it. He is, he is like. He is like full on conspiracy level dude. Like, well, he t- he tweeted today. He thought that if Jameis put up the same numbers as Taysom, uh, that the media would only be talking about how good the defense played and uh, how he missed those throws, the five, <laughs> the five, five. misses. Uh, and how he, uh, he fumbled. fumbled yeah. yeah. Well, that's 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 what they're saying about Taysom. So I about I completely disagree with that, and I told him so. He's so like poisoned by the Tampa media. The national media, part of the reason they're mad about Sean Payton playing Taysom, is they wanted their Jameis redemption story <laughs> narrative arc to play <laughs> out, and they didn't get it because. Uh, because it's because it's it's Taysom time and it's going to be Taysom time the next uh, three weeks at least, uh, you know. So continue with the questions, Andrew. Uh, no, that's a good point. You know the the Jameis arm thing fits in nicely with the Breeze arm decline oh. too. So that's you know that that fits nicely in that narrative. But uh, Nick wants to know uh, the best way to improve Taysom's ball security on runs. Is it spending a week of practice with the running backs doing hand drills or risking league fines to cover him and stick him like they used to do in the (laughs) seventies? I I go with B. I mean, how much, 
how when does the when does the ball security Andrew since you're a tape watching guy when does the ball security become a problem that endangers his continuing to start for the Saints I I don't think it will because ball security is an issue for Taysom as well. I, I think as long as he's mitigating any mistakes he makes by making plays, I think he'll be okay. Uh, I mean, obviously you want to clean, you want him to clean that up, and you want him to not have turnovers. Ideally, you don't want him to have a single turnover in the whole game. But if, if as long as he's continuing to make plays, I think that's that's the key for him. Is he needs if if he's not making plays on the field, if he's not playing well, and he's turning the ball over, that's when it becomes a problem. Yeah. All right. Is that all? Is that uh, all? Right for? Yeah, I think uh, I think that's it. Yeah. All right. All right, gentlemen. So it's time for our um, pick. The Saints. They go to Denver. They are a six and a half point favorite against the four and six Denver Broncos. The, the Broncos. Just beat the Miami Dolphins 20-13. to Their defense played so well, they got Tua benched. The, the Dolphins turned to Fitz Magic to try to save them. Um, so That's a true story. It is a – it is a – it is a true story. So, so Dave, I'll start with you. Give me a prediction for the Saints-Broncos and then tell me your – They won't even bring him to camp. He looks like a star of the day for the Saints. Yeah, that was low because you left it low. Yeah. When you changed over to the song, good job. Um, they won't even bring him. I didn't know we were. I didn't know we were. I didn't know we were going right into predictions. I, I wanted to talk about. Uh, All right, we'll talk junior... about what you want to talk about. <laughs> I wanted to talk about Junior Galette. Um, oh, yes. Throwing... Let's roast that motherfucker. <laughs> throwing shade at Trey Hendrickson. Did you guys see that? I did no, not. No. No. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Oh well, good. I'm, I'm Andrew. You know, you brought me that the beautiful uh, uh, the Taysom Hill naked story. So let me let me let <laughs> me offer you yeah, let me offer you this in exchange. Uh, our buddy, <laughs> our old friend Junior Galette took to Twitter uh, uh, today. Ralph, have you? Did you hear? Did you? I see did this? not. I have not heard this oh. at all. Oh, oh, I got the two. I got the two Twitter addicts. Uh, you do. There's a there's there's a hole in your game. It is. Uh, anyway, Junior Galette. Retweeted, um, retweeted uh, like an NFL.com tweet or something that had the list of the sack leaders uh, and had Trey Hendrickson on there, of course. And uh, Junior Gallette uh, quote tweeted and said, "Coverage, coverage sacks." Like he wanted to make sure oh, it yeah. was known that oh, Trey Trey Hendrickson is only getting these sacks because the secondary is playing better. I hope uh, Saints Twitter ratioed him. Yeah, not because he's a dominant force on the line or anything. Uh, I mean, what a Galette is such a—he's a fucking loser. He's like he's like the real life Al Bundy or like Uncle Rico. <laughs> like, 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 you used to be good, dude. Okay, maybe once, uh, uh, once upon a time, maybe you used to be good, but you're living in the past, Galette. You are living in the past. You are fucking irrelevant. Okay, and it's pathetic. It's a pathetic look. When you are trying to call players out who are actually doing something in this league, <laughs> when you're not doing shit, it's a bad look. You're fucking pathetic. Terrible. Uh, go back, crawl into your hole, and uh, and get the fuck out of here. You know, based on how he searches his name on Twitter and comes at people that write write him write about him, even when they don't at him, Dave. 
I have a feeling that that soundbite on this podcast is going to find him, and he's going to be like that guy in Billy Madison that has that list, you know, and he circles names and then puts lipstick on, you know? You you remember that dude in Billy Madison? Mm -hmm. Yeah, Steve Buscemi. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be like that. He's going to find me. on the top of Junior Gillette's list, and he's circling Dave Cariello. No, he'll He's going to come find you. Yeah. No, I tell you what, allow me to try and leapfrog Dave on this. Hey, Junior. Junior, remember when you became a na- a nationwide laughing stock and were regarded as a supreme asshole for whipping out a belt and whipping human beings on a public beach and it was photographed and filmed? Remember that? Or how about you remember the time you went to the Washington Redskins and acted like you were some hot fucking shit because you got signed by a, a team owned and operated by Daniel fucking Snyder, a guy who... A guy who hasn't met a hundred dollar bill he didn't enjoy torching <laughs> or when you said when you talked all kinds of shit when the Redskins were going to play the Saints and you ended up doing absolutely dick in, Dave, in, in that Dave, game. By the, Dave, by the way, with that whole uh, beach thing with the belts, <laughs> he, he, he uncovered that case. That was he him. Did. Junior, I mean, junior, just so you know, the guy that exposed you, that was Dave Carroll. It was, uh, I mean, that's the gold standard for Saints investigative journalism until the CD Deuce uh, mouthpiece escapade. Oh, yeah, Evan Sachs. Evan yeah, Sachs, yeah. Um, so, all right. The wait is finally over. Football is in full effect with many teams strutting their stuff early. You might not be at the game this year, but you can still be in on the action at Bet Online. Bet Online is going the extra mile to make sure you get in on everything imaginable this season. From game spreads and totals to team, player, and coaching props, Bet Online gives you more options to wager than any other place online. Head to Bet Online today and use promo code ARMCHAIR to take advantage of all the great sign up bonuses. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. Dave, thanks for bringing. It. I didn't. I didn't see that all day. I actually had to do work today because I'm taking the rest of the week off. So I had to, I had to, I had to do actual work today. So I wasn't able to. I wasn't able to spend my normal six hours on Twitter. That sounds uh, miserable. It was. It was miserable. I like. I. I did my morning <laughs> hit. With, he had to settle for four and a half. Hours. Yeah, I had to do only four and a half, and I missed. I missed critical, critical Saints <laughs> news. But back to right. Saints Broncos. Um, all right. Are we doing? Uh, I'm asking too. Are we doing? Are we doing the Thanksgiving thing after this, or are we? Are we scrapping that? We're scrapping Let's that. Scrap. <laughs> oh, I had some yeah, good ones. Scrap. Oh, I had some good ones. Uh, all right. Um, so Denver, obviously, they're fucking terrible. Drew Lock is terrible. Uh, you know, I don't know. It's in Denver, right? So maybe the it altitude. Is. We need to worry about the altitude. Yep. Uh, other than that, uh, I. I I, I think as long as the Saints, uh, I think I, I see no reason they're they're on their hot streak. They're playing well. Uh, I'm not going to. Uh, I'm not going to doubt them. I'm going to say uh, Saints 35, Broncos 17, and uh, I'm just going to stick. I don't know whether he's going to play next week. I know he was injured. Deontay Harris, if he plays, I'm going to pick Deontay Harris. Pick punt return. <laughs> uh, if Deontay Harris doesn't play, I'm going to go with Marquez Callaway. Punt return, kick return. When was the last time the Saints ran a punt back in a game? Well, no, it was wow. Seattle last year. It was Deontay. Yeah. Yeah. 
You know, somebody just pointed out that uh, we forgot to play this soundbite to rip Taysom for all his fumbles. Horseshit ball carrying, I know that. Horseshit. Yeah. 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 Missed opportunity. Uh, Andrew Ralph, or Kevin. I'm, curi- I'm curious. Yeah, I'm curious, Ralph, if you're going to nut up because you were telling me uh, off air, you were like, Saints fuck up a game. They do it every I, year. I will get to me. One I'll... game where they play. All right. Well, then I, I want to see if you're going to nut up on this show in front of everyone. Well, I am. I guess. I, I guess you put me on the spot. <laughs> I was going to go to Kevin and then you, and then I would go last. But I'll just say it. Listen, the Saints have not played a bad game this year, uh, where they have not had their "what the fuck is going on" game yet. Uh, I know they almost lost to the Chargers. That was kind of like that. The Raiders ended up not being that bad. The Raiders are actually good. Uh, the the Detroit game, it wasn't really good. They are due for a what the fuck game. Now I cannot I cannot give you actual facts and reasons why Denver is going to win this game because Denver is awful. And if and they scored twenty points last week, they ran for a hundred and ninety yards, and Drew Locke barely completed half his passes when literally every time he handed off. A Broncos running back was running for six yards. So I cannot make the case that Denver is going to win this game on facts or statistics or anything. All I can just tell you is this game is going to get fucking weird. And we're going to look up and Denver is going to be banging in like a 55-yard field goal at the gun to win that shit. And we're going to be like, God damn it, Saints. You may have just fucked up getting the number one seed in the NFC because you lost to Drew goddamn Locke. And uh, that's my prediction. Denver 23, Saints 20, 20 and uh, there, won't be, uh, there won't be any uh, star of the day. It'll just be... Horseshit ball, Kieran, I know that. Horseshit. That's what it'll be. So Denver's going to win. How about that? So, Kevin, who do you got? I have Saints 24, Denver 20. Ooh. Uh, I have Taysom. I have Taysom... Doing the getting the triple crown. I have Taysom throwing a touchdown pass. I have Taysom running a touchdown. I have Taysom catching from a touchdown. uh, Kamara or Jameis? Who's throwing? Who's throwing to Taysom? Kamara or Jameis? I'll say Kamara. Well, I mean, shit, I'm already saying he's scoring three different ways. I'll say Kamara. I like that. (laughs) Yeah. I'll let you have it if it, if Jameis throws. Yeah, it. if Jameis throws it, we'll, I'll, we'll, I'll allow it. Uh, All right, uh, thanks. I, I, I'm calling for a blowout. Saints, <clears throat> Saints 34, Denver 10. Uh, this is one of those games, Ralph. You know where Sean Payton every year he talks about how when you kind of get towards the middle second half of the season, and you're playing these yeah. teams, and it's that point in the season where if you can get up on teams that are kind of out of contention early. Uh, they kind of go away, and this is where the good yeah. teams separate themselves from teams that aren't really playing for anything. And I think this is going to be one of those days. I think the Saints are going to get up on them early. They're going to they're going to start fast, which they have not done much this year. The Saints typically start really slow. Uh, they've done it all year, but I, I'm going to say 34 to 10. Uh, the Broncos did win, and they looked good against Denver, uh, but I think a lot of that was that they ran for 190 yards, and I can promise you that's not going to happen against the The Saints. one interesting thing uh, about this game, too, is that um, they had a great game plan against Tua, and they sort of challenged him to throw the ball to the sidelines and intermediate routes, and he just could not do it. And Vic Fangio, he's a 
really mediocre head coach, but that old dude, he can scheme up some defense. So I think this will be a really interesting moment for Taysom to see how he reacts when a team sort of has some film and they know, like, Sean Payton tried to play coy again and was like, we don't make big announcements around here, but everybody knows it's Taysom again Sunday. So Denver's going to prepare accordingly. So it'll be interesting uh, to interesting what they have. But I, And I hope I'm wrong and you people can laugh at me. Uh, but I, I, I think the Saints are gonna. I think the Saints are gonna shit the bed. Um, you know. I don't take Wait. into account shit. All I take into account is they kicked our ass today. That's what I take into Ralph, account. Ralph, your your microphone. I just, don't even say another word. Seriously, yeah. I might yeah, take yeah. this out because your microphone yeah, yeah, is yeah, so yeah, terrible. Seriously, because it sounded like there was eight bit music playing in the background <laughs> while he was talking. Don't like like some, like his kids playing the Nintendo in the background. What so that's it, it say, for the show. Say, say, wait, 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 no, wait, 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 Ralph, say what? something. Say something? What? Oh, never mind. <laughs> yeah, there we go. I mean, Is something playing Rygar in your house, for Christ's sake? No. I do have, I have one final point I wanted to make. Marsh, was... Martians have infiltrated Ralph's microphone. Oh, it no. never, it, it never came up during the show. Uh, the Joe Burrow injury. Uh, obviously, Ooh. I think we all think it sucks. Obviously, I think we all have a, an affinity for Joe Burrow being an LSU guy, uh, even me in a way, I guess. But um, uh, but what does this have to do with the Saints? It, it got me to thinking, you know, the Cincinnati, they, they totally fucked that whole situation up. I mean, they, they let him go out there and they let him get his ass kicked uh, and they I, I hate that Joe Burrow has to be the casualty in this situation, but the Bengals got what they fucking asked for uh, by, by doing it this way. Um, and regardless of whether it's Taysom Hill next year, uh, regardless of whether it's Jameis Winston next year, uh, it might even be somebody we don't even know. It's, we haven't even thought about. It might be, it could be a guy like Fitzpatrick. It could be a rookie quarterback, but I feel after after Sunday and after the Joe Burrow injury and the, the Saints game, I take solace in the fact that whoever it is next year, the Saints have been smart enough to build a solid team around whoever the next quarterback is going to be. Whoever the next quarterback is going to be that comes into this situation, they're going to have a decent O-line, and they're going to have weapons at running back and wide receiver, and they're going to have a good defense who's going to help them on the other side of the ball. Uh, and that's, if, if, if there's any big-picture lesson that I think anybody could take from Sunday's games, both the Bengals games and the Saints games, it's that have no fear, Saints fans, because whatever happens next season... Uh, at the quarterback position, I think uh, I think everything will be okay, and they've they've put themselves in the best possible position to succeed post Drew Brees. Well said, Dave. All right, Houdat, thanks for joining us. Saints beat the Falcons, great win uh, for Kevin, for Dave, and for Robo Ralph. Ralph play the Malta the, music. The, the bar is closed. No, you're supposed to play the techno music. Yeah, the Malta music. The Malta music. You can talk now. Oh, there. there it is. Do I still sound like 8 bits? Yes. yes. What the fuck? God damn it. Oh,